Yeah, welcome back. Sports Breakfast. It is 19 minutes to 7 o'clock here on Perth Sports Leader, your home for sports variety. Kyle Zunick to join us shortly from the Perth Wildcats. They've got a wait session at 7 o'clock, so we won't keep him waiting. But before that, let's jump on the boat and go sailing, shall we? Dr Ed Feathers is with us uh, on the show on a Thursday morning. Hello, Ed. Good morning, Jacob, and a beautiful morning it is too. Absolutely it is. It'd be a nice morning to be out on the water, wouldn't it? Absolutely. I mean, uh, this time of the year with the change of season, you get some beautiful days. Some some days are quite light, and then you get that wintry weather, and so it's a bit of change. Always looking for a nice bit of breeze and a bit of warmth, I think. That's what we like. Yes, we do. Uh, Now, Ed, what's happening in the world of sailing? What news do you have for us from the sport of sailing at the moment? Uh, There's a bit happening, Jacob. Last week, locally, we had the National Uni Sailing Regatta down in Crawley. The Tasmanian team just pushed out the WA Notre Dame Uni team, which was headed up by Marcello Torre and Lucy Alderson, but it was a great regatta. Summer sailing opening days are are happening over the next few weeks, and over the last few weeks there's been a few openings. I love opening days. It's all when everyone gets down there and there's all that competitive spirit and uh, the season's sort of opening up before you. They're always a good, fun sort of a day. WA Sailing Awards last week, some pretty predictable results, but it was great to see Steve Ward, the builder of Australia 2, receive an all-lifetime achievement award. And Ben Durham, the WA coach of the Australian Sail GP, picked up the Coach of the Year award. Overseas, Cam Owen and Susie Gent won the Hobie 16s in Spain, and Ethan Prieto Lowe and his team won the DBES match race event in Singapore. So locally, overseas, bit going on it's been great. I know Mounts Bay opened a couple of weeks ago and I think sailing clubs sort of stagger it, don't they? So they're not on the same day as others. So sailors can actually go and be part of opening days of other clubs. So what? which ones are coming up? Yeah, it's been a, a great tradition over the years to visit the other clubs and, and they do stagger for various reasons. Sometimes they're internal yacht club reasons and, and sometimes it's about uh, mixing in with the others. Royal Perth Yacht Club opening this weekend, Royal Freshwater Bay next weekend. Last weekend it was Fremantle Sailing Club, Nedland, South of Perth, Mounts Bay, as you say, Wayne. East Fremantle celebrated their 89th opening day a couple of weeks ago. But hey, at Nedland's Yacht Club, they had a lot to celebrate. Uh, last Tuesday, Nedland's Council voted to support the building of a new training centre down there, kicking in over 500,000 in the Department of Community Sport and Rec and local government also kicked in another 500000 and the, the members all raised the rest. This is a big step forward for the Netherlands Yacht Club and for the sport of sailing. It's going to push it forward. Uh, it's always been a great club. I mean, the halcyon days down there of the skates and the VJs, the courts and all the, the vases and all those sort of people down there. But now this new era on the beach at Netherlands with this state-of-the-art facility which uh, has been very fortunately funded by these bodies, going to give youth a real good start at the Netherlands Yacht Club. Great for sailing. I mean, it's a bit like an academy, is it? And is it only for the Netherlands uh, members, or is it open for other young kids to be involved with? No, they travel from everywhere to the Yacht Club, Swain. Um, Royal Freshwater Bay Yacht Club's got a really beautiful new training centre, um, this one all, uh, down in Netherlands is for Netherlands kids and for kids outside of the area. These days, people travel to the Yacht Club of Choice where they've got the best coaches 
uh, where they've got good facilities, where they've got some boats, so, so it's not always so expensive for mums and dads to, to get a boat to start off with to see how the, the, the youth like it. And then when the coaches identify a bit of talent, they've got training rooms in there and um, all sorts of facilities to uh, weights, rooms and, and things to get them up to speed. Uh, for the sport. So no, it'll be open to people outside of the Netherlands area. Cripes, I don't think there'd be enough people in Netherlands to get a bit of talent, but there you go. I mean, maybe John of Netherlands might know a few people. Yes, perhaps. Hey, Ed, uh, let's go sailing. Coming up this afternoon from 1 o'clock, what have you got on the show? Um, this afternoon, uh, Alan Thomas uh, successfully races a BWA. There's a fleet of BWA at Royal Freshwater Bay, Royal Perth and South of Perth Yacht Club. They I race them in fleet races and inter-club races and teams and match races. I used to race against Alan when we both had Endeavour 24 yachts and he's coming in to chat about the season for the BW8s for this summer. Who's hot? Where's the rivalries? Who's been recruited into the crew and what racing's on the agenda? My, my observations are also that over the years that out of, out of racing, out of these fleets, often come the mums and dads of the next generation of sailing stars uh, and there's been a number of those from the Endeavour 24 fleet, including Matt Wern, who, whose mum and dad raced in that fleet. So um, we're going to chat about some of those people that have gone on and done great things in the sport of sailing. Excellent. Ed, we'll look forward to that. And if you miss it this afternoon, it's on replay tonight uh, after 8 o'clock. Have a great show.